Mama named me for them two things. Summer Parnell. The master nodded. The name suits you, Summer. From what I can see, you've always been a bright child. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I tried to say as little as I had to during these meetings. I worried that I'd disgrace Mama somehow. So the less I spoke, the better. The visits didn't last long before the master dismissed me. We usually exchanged brief courtesies, got to looking close at each other, then I'd leave. But this year was different. This year, Master Gideon wasn't letting me go so fast. He was calling me bright and talking about all kinds of things. And before I knew it, he was giving me a gift. He was giving me the gift of his words, the gift of more than the speaking of brief courtesies. Do you know why I come to this study, Summer? It's your private quarters, sir, your room for contemplation, Mama says. The master smiled a little smile. Contemplation. He nodded. His eyes left mine, but only for a moment. This study's where I come to be among my books and papers and my quill. It's where I find truths in the pages of these many volumes. Master Gideon turned to the bookshelves that flanked the large arched windows. That was the gift. His words. Truths in the pages of these many volumes. I'd been polishing the master's books ever since my fingers could hold a rag. Whenever I asked Mama what them books were for, and why the master had so many, she told me to mind my business and to keep with my work. Them books was something she refused to discuss. But truth, now that was another story. Mama wasn't shy on talking about truth. Mama said when I was born, I had a face like a hootie owl, wide-eyed and always looking. A face searching for truth, even in darkness. I was hootie-eyed still, Mama said. Still searching, I guess. Got eyes the color of clover. Always thought maybe there was truth in everything green and new. But it wasn't till that day in the master's study, my eleventh birthday, that the word truth stuck its burrs in me and held on tight. And it wasn't till that same day that my mind put truth and books into the same bailiwick. The master had said he tried to fetch him some truth in all his pages and papers. But there was another kind of truth in that study, too. Something real and close and right. Something I didn't fully know. Something unspeakable. Silence stood between Master Gideon and me. I had let my eyes drop, but I could feel the master's gaze resting right at my face. You're resembling your mama more and more, Summer. Yes, sir. I do favor her, sir. That's lucky, Summer, to look like Kit. Thank you, Master. My cheeks grew warm, and all of a sudden, the collar on my dress started to itch. I'd told Mama the dress was getting too small, that I was growing past its seams, but she had insisted I wear it to see the master. 
Morning's heat was swelling fast all around now. The master took a kerchief from his breast pocket. He lifted his spectacles and wiped the ridge of his nose. August in Virginia can be merciless, he said. I went to the windows, tied back the curtains, and unlatched the window toggle to let in some air. When I returned to my place near the master's desk, Master Gideon had turned open what to me looked like a ledger, and he'd taken up his quill. He turned to a clean page of the ledger and showed me its bare whiteness. I call this book my index of memorable consequences. I write about those things that are most important to me. It's a record of daily memories, events, and circumstances I want to recount in my elder years. The master dipped his quill. That's all a fancy way of saying I keep a journal.